Good afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet. I'm here in the studio with the late Patty Fink. She's not the late one this time. Laurent is because he had to take Gabrielle to a dance recital. Yes, um, but he's not late because he's not coming. Right. So, <laughs> and happy anniversary to Danny and Laurent. Um, they've been together now, what, 25 years? Something like that. They're like up there with the Queen in a Jubilee. That's some sort of Jubilee, isn't it? 25 years? I guess it would be the Silver Jubilee. Yeah, so he needs a Corgi and some parades. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need that at all. <laughs> Our guest today is Ryan Holthusen. Uh He is the executive director. That's correct, yes. Of the Gay Softball World Series, uh, which is coming to Dallas August 29th to September 3rd. Um, there's going to be just all kinds of stuff involved with it, uh, a block party on Cedar Springs, uh, after parties, before parties, opening ceremonies at Gillies. Um, we have all hour to talk about all these things. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for asking me. Um, now, the last time we hosted the uh, Gay Softball World Series was 2014. Yes, that's correct. How did we get it again so soon? Well, so soon. The... Uh, the, the, the Gay Softball World Series is celebrating its 45th year this year. I would say consecutive, but uh, there was one year off in, for COVID. That's a Jubilee kind of thing, too. That is, that is. I don't know. Oh, actually, I do know what it is. That's the Sapphire Jubilee. So <laughs> as we we're branding things, uh, instead of 45, for various reasons, we don't love that number. So uh, we're, we're kind of branding things the Sapphire anniversary of, of uh, Naga this year, which is the governing organization. So um, in, in there, it's become such a large uh, event. Uh, that is held internationally that um, there are only a few cities that can really that really have the facilities to handle something this well thank and, and the leadership interested in running it so luckily Dallas is one of those cities um, we work very closely with the sports commission and visit Dallas and they help us uh, secure the bid we were we actually competed against uh, the Bay Area uh, San Francisco and San Jose and uh, we were able to win the bid the delegates uh, voted for us. So. Well, because the weather during August is much nicer here. <laughs> we, uh, we originally bid in 2019 for the 2021 20, uh, World Series, and we were going to put it in mid-late uh, September. Uh, COVID had other ideas, um, and when we had to sw switch around, um, we did not want, because of skipping 20, we canceled the entire uh, World Series, we did not want to leapfrog over Columbus, who was the rightful um, host of the 2020 World Series. So we allowed them to slip into our spot in 2021. We had to move forward to 2022, um, and the contracts that we had with the hotel um, uh, were more limited in dates. So we were kind of stuck with this date mm. in August, um, a little bit more than what we wanted to be. We would have rather pushed it to September, but uh, it wasn't to be, so we're going to do our best. Yeah, that's one of those things, though. We always forget Dallas is one of those cities that's great at putting on huge events. Yeah. And there aren't a whole lot of cities that are like that. We have the people to do it. We have the facilities to do it. And we have a community that backs us up. Yes. We, we, we can't just put it on as an LGBT community by ourselves. Absolutely not. It's that big. And when I say it's that big, how many teams are coming? Uh, we are expecting um, at least 250 teams. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they're, uh, each team has anywhere from uh, 14 to probably 16 to 18 players uh, and coaches, people come with their fans. It's a week-long um, endeavor 
And so people, it, it's it's like a, it's like our family reunion with our softball family. Every year, everyone takes a week of vacation. Half of their uh, vacation is used on softball. There are more sometimes, but the World Series is a week that no one wants to miss because that's when all of your favorite people. Oh, it's a lot uh, of fun from there. Yeah, Did you participate time. in the last one at all? Pat? No, no, I didn't, um, and I I had wished I had. I mean, the opening ceremonies last time were at the Annette Strauss yes. uh, Square. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a huge block party. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Not to mention all the softball. Now, just to compare, you're expecting 250 teams. Yes. Last time, less than 10 years ago, we had how many teams? Uh, eight years ago, we had 164 teams, which was, a, which was the biggest uh, ever at that point. So we continue to grow. Last year in Columbus, we had about 235 teams. Um, and there are, there are possibilities we could go, um, go north of uh, 250 as well, and, and we're ready. We're ready for it. Um, okay. So, so how are your teams structured? Do you do like women's teams and men's teams, or mixed teams, or kids teams? So, so uh, Naga, the organization Naga, the North American Gay Amateur Athletic Alliance, is is the kind of the governing body. It's funny; it doesn't have the word softball in it anywhere. So, we have to explain <laughs> what does Naga mean. Uh, and they're working on that branding with the with the international uh, association. It's open. It's it's an open division uh, softball. Um, there there is um, an all women's. Um, organization called Asana and they have their own World Series but everyone is welcome uh, in in uh, in Naga League play is there is there a lot of crossover uh, there are some actually we uh, because the the, the women's um, organization is a little bit smaller they don't have like here in Dallas we're lucky enough to have um, one of the top five leagues in all of Naga and in their 48 cities so we've got over 500 members in our softball league here in Dallas. Wow. So, so um, the the women's uh, league, we, they used to be together. There was a separation for a number of years, and then the 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 women's league has kind of continued to kind of got get smaller and smaller. But you still need to qualify to go to this World Series, and so they came back to our league and said, "Can we participate with you guys? It'll help with our qualification to go to the women's World Series." And we said, "Yes, by all means, you're welcome." So we came, and or they 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 joined back up for the first time this year. Um, actually uh, beat my team, so uh, oh, wow. that's all right. Sorry. We didn't feel bad about that because they were pretty stinking good. But, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, we were. I'm, I was thrilled to actually see an all women's team in our league. It's first time in my 17 years playing that I've seen that. So awesome. And, and then there's multiple divisions within within the within the the setup of the league as well. Oh, okay, so the reason is 250 teams. There are just. 48 cities that are participating right. this year, right? That's correct. It's about to grow. Yep, we're we're uh, Naga has. Uh uh, is at 48 cities uh, as of today. At the end of the summer meetings, which precedes the uh, World Series, uh, we're inviting in um, presumably four more cities um, to join. So we'll be at 52 before the series starts. Those four those four cities won't be eligible to play in this series, but they will be a part of Naga at this point. And I'm really excited. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a South Dakota boy. I was born and raised in, in South Dakota, and my hometown of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, is one of the bidding cities. So never in a million years did I ever think that there would be a gay softball league in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the state with one gay bar in it. And and uh, so I'm super proud that they're going to be uh, invited to join uh, Naga here at the World Series that I'm getting to How have. How many teams do they have? Uh, they have 
you have to have a minimum, I think, of eight teams, and you have to be kind of in business for two years to to, to be eligible to to uh, petition for membership. Mm -hmm. So they're I, I follow them on social media, and they've got they probably got ten teams uh, up in Sioux Falls that mm. get to play. So wow. I'm excited to see them play and go support them at some point um, when they maybe host their own tournament one day. I'll, I'll be waving my my flags. Super excited about that. Do, do you know any of the players? Like, did you go to high school or? No, I, I did not. I've been out of high school for quite some time there. So the people that actually started not as the, long as Patty. <laughs> well, <laughs> not as long as me. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the people that started the league there actually played in other Naga cities, and they did not when they had they moved to Sioux Falls for work or whatever. They didn't have the opportunity there, and they said we're going to make the opportunity happen. So uh, thank God for people like that who you know come and come along and try to build an, another type of community uh, within our community mm -hmm. of, of sports players so um, they that's what they did um, this guy Robert who I've become friends with uh, and his husband uh, started a league there and it's been super popular and never in a million years what I thought it would have gone over there there's they're they're, they're they're on the news. Um, they're in the newspaper back in Sioux Falls, the biggest city in Sioux Falls, in South Dakota, with 150,000 people. Wow. So it's a big deal, and it's a very red state. So um, I'm super proud of them, and and I will, you know, I will I will continue to be and continue to support them in whatever way I can. But I'm just excited they're a part of this organization now. That's that's very very cool. Do you that's have rules awesome. about what do you call them? Straight players. <laughs> Yeah, we did. There, there are actually rules. Um, Naga was uh, created as a safe place uh, for LGBTQ individuals to come and play and not have to worry about you know condemnation or you know people. And, and that's why we have different divisions as well. It, no matter your skill set, you're welcome to come and play in a, in a Naga league and in PSSA here locally. And um, you know, so we have the lowest skill set division, which is E. And then it goes all the way up to A, uh, as far as the skill set goes. And those are semi-professional playing type people. These people are like really, really, really good. Um, but the uh, um, uh, the I'm sorry, I got off of the track. What was the question that you asked me? <laughs> you know, I do that all the time. I, I don't remember what my question. Um, uh, do you have rules about? Uh, straight straight people. people play. That was the question. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a long answer to that question. I figure we got an hour, so what the heck, right? right. Um, um, so this, this, uh, we want to be inclusive of allies, of course. Um, you know, uh, bisexual. Um, you know, uh, anyone that wants to play is welcome to play in our league. The 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 World Series itself has its own rules, however, in that you can have a maximum of three people who do not identify as LGBTQ. IA plus. So if you identify as one of those, you can mark the box yes, I identify. If you do not, um, then then you can only have three people that do not identify as LGBTQ. Because we want this to remain and stay a, a gay focused in a, in a, a um, LGBTQ event. Right, in a safe space. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You know, there there are organizations. I helped the Dallas Sports Commission. Uh, with a bid a number of years ago, um, we're trying to get the gay games to come to, to Dallas. And I was. Yeah, I that is one major event that's held around the country and around the world, actually. Every four years, yeah. yeah. And we have never hosted it. Yeah, well, we bid for it. We, it was supposed to be a 2022 bid. Um, eventually, um, uh, Hong Kong actually was awarded that particular bid. Um, but. Um, it, it, 
I found it interesting being in that organization that they're 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 100% inclusive. There's no rules. There's no anything. So whatever whatever you are, whatever you identify as, you're welcome there, and there's no limitations mm -hmm. on that. You could bring an all straight, you know. Uh, water polo team or softball team, whatever, to the gay games, and that would be perfectly okay with the gay games. So, which, which I, I, I think there's definite positives. They're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, you'd be surprised. People say, you know, people we go to tournaments and like, oh, it's an all straight team. That doesn't mean they are a favorite to win in any stretch of the <laughs> exactly. imagination. I will bet on a drag a team of drag queens before I bet on a team of straight I guys. Play water polo exactly once how many people on the team are there oh gosh i'm trying to remember nine maybe something like that um so we're playing it was nine american gay guys playing in israel against nine lesbiot oh oh wow and you lost lesbians. badly i bet oh uh yeah. 21 to zero <laughs> But by, by the middle of this game, our side was just hysterically laughing at how bad we were against uh, the Israeli lesbians. But uh, it, it was fun. And we took our later, lumps I do from the lesbians uh, in softball this year. I, I play on a master's team, which is 50 and over. Um, and uh, these young ladies uh, came in and, uh, and took care of some business on us as well, too. There's nothing that anyone loves more than burning somebody. I mean, you hit a ball, you over, you know, somebody's playing you a little bit short, and you uh, smack it over their head. Yes. You know, that's the greatest feeling in the world. And let me tell you, our feet if you're the hitter not if you're the fielder and we were on the opposite the bad end of that a few times against these uh against these ladies the heartbreakers so kudos to them yeah that's that's exciting yeah how long have you been playing so yeah how long have you been playing softball uh i uh 17 this is my 17th year playing uh in pssa i've been a hundred i've been living in dallas for 23 years now um so this is the only league i've played in although i travel to tournaments and go to world series events uh you know every year how did you get involved um i had always loved the game i'm, I'm a huge uh, my partner and i are both but i've since i was a kid i've been a huge baseball fan growing up in the, the midwest i've been, always been a minnesota twins fan my whole life and, and i just love the sport i love playing softball i wasn't ever good enough to play baseball and where i grew up softball was a bigger deal than than baseball was but actually fast pitch was and so i got involved with it and then i played it through college in the intramural level and that sort of thing and um, and I just, I just love, I love the strategy behind it. I love, you know, it's it's more difficult than people think that it is to play. So I, I have huge respect for people who are very highly skilled at it. And um, anyway, so and, and I had lived in Dallas for a number of years at this point, about six years, and I and I had always wanted to get involved, but I found out after it was too late. You know, they were about ready to, to start, and then I was dating someone at the time, and he had been playing, and he invited me to play, and I have not looked back since since two thousand. So, yeah, it's called um, our league is called Pegasus Slow Pitch yes. Softball Association. Mm -hmm. Are all softballs games played slow pitch, or is that a variation yep. of the game that we play here, or traditionally <clears throat> have played here? Uh, Naga, uh, which our league is a full part of Naga, it, it, it ascribes to USA Softball r rules. <laughs> so USA Softball is. Uh, one of the big kind of uh, uh, organizations, it's the, probably the biggest, um, that most people play. So there's a lot of senior levels. It's, 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 um, 
Well, the other one is U Triple S A, and and that's way the more competitive stuff. They've got harder balls. They've got hotter bats. Um, these guys, anyone on these teams, men and women, can both hit home runs at any time. USA softball has a little bit of a softer ball. The bats aren't quite as hot. Um, people are less apt to hit a home run, although it happens a lot, uh, or you know get hurt off of a screaming you know line drive type of a thing. So, so, so which form of, of softball um, organization in the United States feeds the Olympic players? USA Softball, yeah, which are they're based in uh, Oklahoma City, uh, where the women's uh, women's college World Series just took place. Um, yeah, so the USA Softball headquarters is, is headquartered right there. So they handle all the, all the rules and. And you know the government and every all the the junky stuff behind the rules and stuff like that. Mm. Okay, or softball. Cool. Cool. And they're just up the road a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Really beautiful <laughs> facility. If you've never if you ever get to Oklahoma City and you're into softball, it's it's a it's a mecca. You need to go check it out. Now, do some cities have both USAA teams as well as Naga teams? Um, in uh, the, so each city gets to choose how it how it governs itself. Each league. So there are leagues in Naga that play their league as a, under U-trip rules with the different balls and the different bats. Um, um, th- they have different structures. Doesn't That's fine. They, you can do as a league whatever you want to, but when it comes to um, qualifying for the World Series, you have to, uh, you have to be perfectly in line with Naga rules. When we get to the World Series, we play with USA Softball bats and USA Softball uh, balls and, and all of the rules that, that, are, that go along with that. We have home run limits in different divisions, um, you know, and there's different rules. The seniors or masters have their own rules. Um, when they're playing against other masters, they get extra courtesy runners, you know, which are going to be very much needed in the heat of a Texas uh, summer, I think, as well, to keep everybody uh, healthy and standing upright. So, mm-hmm. so if you're if you're if you win the World Series, how many games have you played to get there in this series? Uh, if you're in the World Series, well, and as a matter of fact, my team in 2019 won the World the World Series in the D Division uh, in Kansas City. Uh, we had to play 12 games. We happened to go undefeated. Twelve uh, games in what five days? Games. Yeah, from Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah, Dang. so that that okay. really is the shortest. That's the least number of games that you can play to win. Wow, yeah, so that's like two games a day, lost. three games a day. Yeah, on Tuesday and Thursday, there's pool play games. So you play, um, t- you play four different teams on two, or Tuesday and Wednesday, excuse me, and then based on how everybody does the run differential, your win loss record, that sort of thing. Uh, everybody is uh, th- that's all compiled and then everybody is seated accordingly to the into the bracket and then on Thursday bracket play starts for most divisions uh, the larger divisions anyway um, and then that that's where the double elimination tournament begins so once you lose most likely you're you might play a second game that day or you might be done for the day and come back the next day if you win you just keep winning up until a certain point and then you pick up the next day again. Too. So that's how many, a lot of games. But how many innings are you playing? Well, we play 55-minute games um, or seven innings, whichever comes first. So um, 55 minutes, and then you finish the inning. So in other words, the home team always gets the last at bat. Because a full nine-inning game would be much longer. Yeah, than in softball, seven seven is the is the max in softball. In softball. Yeah, nine is nine is uh, typical for baseball, baseball, but softball is usually seven. Why don't we take our break? You're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with the late Patty Fink, and our guest is Ryan Holthusen. He is the executive director of the 
Dallas Gay Softball World Series, which will be here in August, from August 29th to September 3rd. And we, we need to talk about those dates because it, it's only 105 here today. Uh, it, it's We haven't hit August yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. Hi, this is Candy Markham, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. Listen. And we're talking to Ryan Holdhusen. He's the executive director of the Gay Softball World Series. It'll be here August 29th to September 3rd. Uh, during the break, Patty, you were asking uh, Ryan. I was asking Ryan about, I said, well, here we were taking a break ourselves. Is there an opportunity then, if it's a timed game, like 55 minutes or seven innings, is there a, a you know, are people calling timeout? And you said? Yeah, the... Uh the games are 55 minutes, but the clock does not stop unless there's a serious injury or something, which does happen, unfortunately, on occasion. But but if you're going to change a pitcher or the pitcher needs to, or the coach needs to talk to somebody on the field, the clock never stops going. So the umpires do keep it going at a pretty good pace, um, you know, and the clock doesn't stop. Otherwise, you'd never get those bracket games. You'd be right into September. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Going and going. The, the, the weather would be eventually cool by the time the tournament was over. <laughs> so the winners... The winning teams play about how many games? Uh, well, the year we went undefeated, we, we played 12, which is the minimum number of games that you can play. In, in, in that year, we had 72 teams in our bracket, in our division. So depends on how many teams are in your division. Um, if it's a single elimination or double elimination, uh, the World Series, the Gay Sopa World Series is a double elimination. Um, so a lot of teams, you know, some pe some teams can play, you know, four or five, four games in a day, four or five games in a day, depending on how it works. Once you get into the low loser bracket, after you win, your, you lose your first game, then the games start coming, boom, 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 like kind of one after another, and and uh, you sometimes don't get a break between three games, and you're just going back to back to back because they're trying to get. They're, that's the point where people are starting to get um, eliminated from the tournament. Um, so to win. How many of those, let's say it's a 12-game bracket that you're going to be in, um, how many of those games do you have to win in order to win your division? Well, it, it, it depends on the size of the division. We had 72 teams, and for us to get to the beginning to the end without win, losing a game, the, the least number of games we could play was 12, and that's what we did. The most number we probably would have had to play um, you know, is maybe I don't know, eighteen, something like that. It's a lot of softball. That's, yeah, over the course of over the course that's, of uh, uh, some workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, can you now when you say uh, the most you would have had to play was eighteen, that would have been with losing some of them. Right. You only can lose two. If you lose your second one, you're done. Oh, okay. So you have to. So win. the loser brackets mean uh, knocking out those teams. That, that have not won and or have lost one game yeah. or have lost one game yep. Yep. now you're playing in and this is real convenient at Keith Park is the main park that's one of the main parks yes then in Euless yep at, at uh, Texas Star mm -hmm. and Carrollton Yep, at McKinnish. That's where our PSSA league plays. And then convenient to Carrollton, Waxahachie. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> which is only 35 minutes from the front door of the Anatole Hotel, which is our host hotel. Well, Waxahachie is about the same distance from downtown Dallas as Plano is. Right. And easier yeah. to get to because 
less traffic Let's walk in that direction. Nobody's going there. <laughs> well, a lot yeah, of, it's a beautiful. Traffic. It's a beautiful complex. All brand new turf fields. Um, uh, the gentleman that runs the the the, 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 the fields down there um, is is just extremely welcoming. Um, you know, we told him, you know, we're we're flying. Um, we're planning on our progressive flag there. He's like, this is your facility. Uh, we're going to have gender-neutral bathrooms. He's like, this is your facility. I don't care what people wear. You know, we're just, we just want you to have a great time here and to come back. So This is probably one of the biggest events they've ever hosted. Oh, I would say without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and they're they're really knocking it out of the park so far for us. We're going to be we're going to be doing some really cool things down there. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your sponsors. We normally don't talk sponsors, but we're not talking about the corporations. And you have a number of corporate sponsors. We do. Um, the Mavericks. Now that doesn't surprise me. Kathy Jack, who was the manager of Sue Ellen's for years and 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 years, she works for the Mavericks on their diversity team. So Mavericks doesn't surprise me. Mavericks have had Pride Nights. Mavs have been incredibly supportive. Yes, incredibly supportive. If I need to get through to Mark Cuban, he usually answers an email within half an hour. I mean, wow. He, he's he, that that's the kind of person he is mm -hmm. so it doesn't surprise me um the wings or as i like to refer to them the dallas lesbians uh, <laughs> <laughs> although they don't have any out players this year i what? that's a have, whole separate show that is yeah, a whole separate show i have i i talked to um their uh ticket sales manager and I said, who is out? I'll do a cover on Dallas Voice. We'll have him on Lambda Weekly. Nobody's out. Wow. Huh. Which really surprised me. Anyway, so, but the wings are supporting. Uh, we hope so. We've had, we've had some great conversations, and we, we hope to get them on board as a, as a partner uh, in one way or another. You know, they, they, have, they have supported our local league here, um, you know, as well, with, with tickets and various things like that, in-kind in things in the past. But here's the surprise. The, Dallas, the Texas Rangers are a, yeah. are a sponsor. Now, the Texas Rangers is the only major league's uh, baseball team that has not had a Pride Night. The only one. Out wow. of all 450 <laughs> pro teams, never had one. And no. they're, they jumped right in, and they're doing a great job for you. Yeah, we, we've been very, uh, you know, our, our membership is, is very aware of the fact that you just, you know, just raised. And, um, but it didn't stop us from wanting to have a conversation with them and no, see, what, see what their interest level was. And I will tell you, um, uh, my new friend Ray um, over at the, the, the Texas Rangers Foundation um, has just been really outstanding, supportive. I believe he even said he's played in the Naga League when he lived in another city, I think in D.C. Um, um, so they have they have supported us financially. They have provided uh, swag for our swag bags for our players and our Naga delegates who come uh, for the meetings and that sort of thing. Um, you know they they have provided uh, us some tickets for um, uh, when we're going to be doing a site visit with some of the Naga folks. They've really gone out of their way and really the the financial support um, really kind of blew me away as well. So they have extended. Um, 
you know, a, 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 an olive branch to us, and uh, we're we're taking it. Um, you know, it's one step at a time. We're 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 not. In, uh, it's like I'm not in any place to push anybody out of the closet. They're going to do that on their own time. I believe it. I believe that day will come, and this might be a very big first step in that in that regard. And <laughs> I tell you, when they do have it. Um, I will be there to support them as well. I mean, it makes sense for them to sponsor. For the Mavericks, you're not going to develop basketball fans by bringing in softball players. Mm -hmm. But you are going to develop baseball fans by bringing in softball players. To well, I would think. I, I mean, you... I'll tell you something. It's about, given you every reason to to go to a yeah. Rangers game. The reason, the way we sell, you know, the way we sell this, and they do this at the Naga level. You know, they've had MLB um, on board, and they've mm -hmm. had the NBA on board. Uh, you know, do you think NBA and gay softball? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that most of us are big sports fans, and we're not limited to baseball. Um, you know, there's a lot of football fans, and you know, believe it or not. Even WWE is a sponsor of Naga. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's new as of this year. So they're they're very much uh, on the you know they're very much trying to you know th fly their progressive flag as well, um, and they're they're putting their money where their mouth is with regard to that stuff too. So yeah, and we say flying their progressive flag. There's nothing progressive about it. It's just it's sports. Right. It, it's these are people who are playing sports, and when I say these, I mean. All of the Naga teams. Mm -hmm. You're playing sports. You're involved in sports. You're going to go see sports. So just say you're welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the controversy is there at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't even know how to speculate. But 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 what I do want to focus on is is the you know is is the how they've reached out to us and how enthusiastically they've reached out to us we're having an event during the world series on tuesday night of the world series the the 30th where we're going to be taking about 300 people and putting them in the all-you-can-eat seats um, out in left field. Uh, the Rangers are playing the uh, Astros that day. and um, That's usually a very big rival rivalry. There's a very large league in Houston, and I'm sure they'll have their, Astros will have their fans there as well. So, uh, But we did this in 2014. It was super popular, and, and so we're doing it again. We want to show, show off the new, uh, we want to show off the new, um, stadium to them and kind of the new rangers and oh, okay um, can i be debbie downer here um, it, as always <laughs> the new stadium is so ugly they call well i don't know if they call it the barn but when people call it the barn i understand why the drive up is uh, is not uh, not what i expected it to be um, the, the old stadium was built as a modern version of a traditional stadium yeah and they left off the roof mm -hmm. I wish they could have put one on that stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if Jerry really wanted to spend the money, I bet he could. Well, not, not Jerry. Wrong um, sport. <laughs> yeah, the guy, yeah. I mean, if they wanted to if put they wanted to, that, they could have. They could have put they that on there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the barn. <coughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's a it's a good baseball experience. I've been there when the roof's been closed and when the roof's been open. Um I prefer it when it's open. If it's not 104 degrees outside, uh, that's baseball's meant to be played outside. But um, it's a great it's a great experience. The seat the seating's great. It's more intimate than the other one uh, than than the old Globe Life. Is it park was? Yeah. It's a bigger stadium though. It holds more people, but 
Um, but not that many. More. Actually, not but not that many more. And actually, when I said that, I had to stop myself because we took the tour, and I can't remember if they said it, it might even be a, a few few less. But but there's you know in the old stadium you could sit up very high, and it was just not worth even going and sitting in those seats. Now there's really not a bad seat in the place, and there's a, there's so many good food options. It's a good it's a good baseball. Experience. Do you know what I loved was the old old Texas Rangers Stadium. Mm-hmm. For four dollars, you could sit in the outfield and just get tickets at the last minute, and it was just—it was fun to do. Yeah, and talk to the players who were standing, you know, because half the time when we got those seats, we were front row of the outfield, and the players were right down there. And yeah, 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 that's fun, um, especially when the, the Rangers did what they did this year and brought in some big names that like what that's never happened before since mm-hmm. i've followed the rangers i'm always the twins fan first but i want to be a hometown supporter as well and and i'm totally on the ranger bandwagon you know now with mm-hmm. Corey seager and marcus Simeon and some of the other great players that they brought on there they really want to win and i think they can do it so so if you're a um if you're like me and you want to go see some games mm-hmm. and watch some games. Can I watch it online? Can I watch it on TV? Mm-hmm. Or is the only way I can see it is to go to sweat? To you, sweat. Need, you need to drive to Oxahatchee. <laughs> I'm thinking I might. You can yeah. go to yeah any of the fields that David mentioned, uh, of course, are going to be softball all day, Monday through Friday. Every, on Friday night, we're moving everything to, to one of the fields. We haven't announced which one yet. but uh, And then Saturday... Um, we have Friday Night Lights, and everybody kind of plays for the privilege of playing on Saturday, on Championship Saturday. And then Championship Saturday games are all at one complex, so everybody and everything is there. Um, so you have the opportunity all week to see games. On Friday night and on Saturday, we, um, Naga does have an agreement, um, a partnership uh, with Cloud Sports, and they, they're a, a gay-owned um, uh, streaming company out of San Diego, and they are going to be setting up, and I think broadcasting about 50 games um, on uh, the Cloud Sports Network as well. So, so that'll be online, or can you get be, it on TV? Uh, you can, yeah, it'll be all online. It'll be online, uh, okay. streamed online. Yeah, and you can stream stream it to your TV or whatever. So, yeah, but but most of the championship games, there's since there's seven championship games, they can't play them on the same field. There's only one field that's set up for streaming. So, so it's it's kind of a mix and match as to who who you might see play when. But uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty neat. We're we're doing some partnerships with some of our with some of our local bar partners um, who are going to be streaming it for the people that don't want to go or don't, don't want to be in the. They've been outside all week. They want to just sit in the AC and watch softball. Then go sit and watch at the bar just like a baseball game at the bar. So. Like the bar down on Cedar Springs. Like no, all those bars. Any of those, so most you could of those bars, you could go yeah. with air conditioning yeah, with an adult beverage. <laughs> you could now, and watch the game. We're going to be selling adult beverages at the f- most of the fields too. So oh, okay. So don't you worry about that. We got that and we got that need covered, and we we got to sell a bunch of beer. I have one word for you, Patty. Waxahachie. Waxahachie. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you'll be pleasantly surprised how quick it is to get there, and what a beautiful complex. Oh, it is. It's, it's yeah. thirty minutes, and there's a Whataburger right across the street too. So <laughs> from the complex, if you don't want concession food, you know you see it's just everything that you're providing. Um, before the show, we were talking a little bit about um, the, uh, PSSA. Mm-hmm. Now, PSSA or e- each city's teams encompass a certain geographic area, right? right. So mm-hmm. that you're not going to do competing conferences or uh, leagues right. in the same city. 
ours is like a hundred hundred uh, mile radius. Yes, that's that's the case. That's the case in any. It's the the, the kind of the metropolitan center point, and then it's about a hundred mile radius around there for every. So city. we don't have a Fort Worth league. We and, do not. No. And Fort Worth, I mean, the way Fort Worth has grown, it's the fifteenth largest city in the country yeah. now. Yeah. Um, is there a reason that we don't want a Fort Worth league or Fort Worth doesn't want to organize its own league? Because you would think there'd be more players if they didn't have to come to Dallas to play. Uh, it would just be easier if they were playing on their own home fields. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, we have, you know, can't speak for them, but because uh, I don't know... You know, I, I've had people that live in Fort Worth on my teams for many years. And I guess what I'm really asking is, what does it take to organize your own league? <laughs> that's that's the that's the million dollar question. The uh, uh, it takes a lot of time to manage because all of these leagues, as is the World Series, as is Naga, as the the parent you know, organization, they're all run by volunteers 100%. So you've got to find somebody that is all in and is willing to have a second non-paying full-time job uh, of wrangling um, a, a most mostly gay uh, membership, uh, competitive gay membership, uh, you know, and making, making sure things are fair. You're writing rules, you're enforcing rules, you're, you're, you're handling ratings and that sort of thing. There's, there's just an abundance of things to do that it's really hard to find volunteers to, to really take it by the reins. Because you have to have somebody that's done it before and has been involved in it before. Somebody who just loves softball, they could do it, they could help start a league, but it's the it's the business part of it. So it's just easier for this whole metropolitan area to be in one league. I, you know, presumably because I live in Dallas, it's easier for me than if it were, if I had to drive to Fort Worth. I don't know how excited I would be about that. And then the size of the league <laughs> determines how many teams you can actually send to the World That's Series. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Since we we max out the number of teams, I think we had somewhere between. 32 and 35 teams this year in our league, um, which gives us the maximum number of uh, World Series team berths. Plus, we're a host city this year, so we get an extra team in every division oh. as being a host city. That's a bonus uh, for being a host city as well. So we're 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 gonna have a half of our league is gonna be playing in the World Series this year. Speaking of divisions, we need to take a break, but we'll talk. We'll speak about divisions. When we come back, you're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with the late Patty Fink, and our guest is Ryan Holthusen. We'll be back with Ryan and more right after this. I'm Christina from the Owens, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. And this is Lambda Weekly. We're talking to Ryan Holthusen. He is the executive director of the Gay Softball World Series that's going to be held here in Dallas August 29th to September 3rd. If you want more information, their website is dallasgswsgaysoftballworldseries.org. Dallasgsws or gizwiz.org. Ryan's hat, it's N-A-G-A-A-A, -A -A. so it's really not Naga, it's Naga. Naga. <laughs> um, you have five divisions, A, B, C, D, and what's the last one? E. e. Oh, okay. Imagine that. Uh, hmm. um, what do and you... Two master's divisions, too. Plus, which are seniors uh, and... Yeah, 50 and over. 
and they play under so it's Masters D and Masters C. So they just but they only play against other fifty and over. Ah, so it's because that we're elders. Yes. We're the the elders. Even I the sage for elders. Them. Yes. <laughs> Um, David would qualify. You need a whole other another section for the David. Senior Masters? <laughs> yeah, Senior Masters. <laughs> um, keeping the teams in the right league must be a chore. Uh-huh. Um, how do you do that so that a team is not saying, well, we're really A-level, but let's play C-level and right. then we can blow it away that's the that's a it's a great question and um it is one of the and, and that's probably the answer to this question is probably the reason why people we have a hard time finding volunteers to start and manage leagues because it's there is also a, a gay organization it, right and believe me i understand yeah <laughs> with a lot of competitive people uh there there uh, uh naga has instituted a 28 question ratings um uh, uh, rating system. So every player is rated on your skill sets from uh, on 28 questions. Can you do the question or not? If you can, it's a yes. Some are throwing questions, some are hitting questions, some are fielding questions, some are running questions. Um, and what questions like what? Uh, like like uh, can you throw a ball 100 feet on a line? You know, basically, can you throw from third base to first base uh, accurately? Um, can you throw 150 feet? Accurately, um, can you hit the ball um, 200 plus feet? You know, 60 uh, percent of the time. So the, those types of questions. It's it's a lot of uh, speed, velocity. Um, uh, it's a lot of there's a lot of speed um, and accuracy and type. What type, if you're coming in and playing in a league for the first time and you really don't know? Well, we have some things at the beginning of the season where you can come to the. Um, you can come early, and, and we have ratings people who will help. Will help you with. They'll those tell questions. you like, okay, you're going to be probably in this range. Your coach will finally set your rating, but but we know you're going to probably be maybe a D or a C player that you you, you have to play in one of those two divisions. So those are who you need to go start, kind of looking through team, looking at teams in those. Divisions. And then the teams are always looking for players. So right, it, no, it's not like you have to go in. Well, some of the teams that have been around for a while, right. Not as much as yeah. A there's newer a little team. turn. Some some there's no turnover. Some there's a turnover every single, you know, year. That's a brand new team name. It's a brand new team set of players. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they, uh, um, uh, so yeah. There is there's turnover and and like my team has been together for a long time. And but every once in a while we bring on a person or new person or two. And and what happens then if you have a team that honestly fit into C level, let's uh-huh. say. And they start off good, mm-hmm. and they get better, and by the end of the season, they're just blowing it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're blowing away every other team. Do they switch levels? It, it depends on the accuracy of their ratings. Um, and if somebody protests it and says it's accurate or it's inaccurate or they're underrated or whatever. Um, so... What you described um, happened to my team in 2019. We started out, we were very, you know, we were a decent team, middle of the row. We won a tournament, but we ended up third in our in our division in our league, um, and then we ended up winning the World Series um, because we just peaked at the right time. Um, there, there are other circumstances where people, you know, under are underrated and they get maybe they just get better over the course of the season, mm-hmm. and now and they, that's really they what need I'm to be re-rated. About, yeah. 
So there are re-rating opportunities or ch challenges during the year, which we call protests. And if you lose the protest and you get another question, that might bump you up to the next the next division, possibly. Um, and that does happen on occasion. And and sometimes it's unfortunate because people can want to play with their friends, and now they can't because they're too good. Mm -hmm. You know, for example. Yeah, and I could see that with some players who hadn't played since Little League. Yep. They've decided to come back, and they're going to play softball now in, a, in an yep. adult league. And they didn't realize, you know, or they figured that they had lost some of that practice that they had when they were playing Little League all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden it's coming back to them, and they're just getting better. Sure. During the season, and they do, and and sometimes you know, as long as it comes down to if they're rated properly, mm -hmm. there's no reason, you know, you can't go from a, a low C player to a high C player and still be eligible for C. That's as long as your rating is right, you know, there's no, there should be no reason with you, any problem with you staying in that division. If you, let's say, somebody, a coach gave you a rating at the beginning of the season before they even really saw you practice, mm -hmm. and you are just way above what they set you at, then there's sometimes that, which sometimes happens. People can submit, like, uh, this person can do this skill, they don't have it marked. They can do this skill, they don't have it marked. And then everybody brings in their statistics and they say, they argue, yes, he can, or he or she, or no, they can't. And then the coaches decide whether they can or they can't. And then that's what And that the coaches are pretty with. much honest between teams. I would say for the most part yeah. I mean that's it, it, it's amateur sports right it's you're there to have fun above anything else yes. and you don't want players to get hurt Ab absolutely not absolutely and, and not. a player a really good player playing below their level can cause an injury to somebody a hundred percent yes yeah and that's how we keep why we keep a players playing from playing C or D mm -hmm. um, you know not only is it an individual rating but there's team ratings as well so so you can only have um, uh, you know you take the, the, the rating of the top your top ten players and if it's under a certain cap you can be in this particular division etc so so there's rate individual and team ratings so if if you're let's say um, you're a, a lesbian couple and you've got a couple of kids or a, or a gay couple and you've got a couple of kids um, are kids welcome to come watch all this stuff are there activities are there um, are there um, you know um, opportunities for kids to learn how to play softball or well um, it's truly a league you know league play situation competitive league so um, everyone is welcome to come and be a spectator be a fan uh, you know sometimes we have kids in the dugouts you know helping helping uh, you know be the bat boy or girl or whatever and um, and that's perfectly fine we want this to be an all-inclusive that's and, very cool and family thing now are there some things that maybe kids shouldn't be around sometimes or hear, <laughs> hearing or seeing? Maybe. Uh, you know, it is an adult league after all. Uh, you there know, might but, be some but expletives think, after some it, play. <laughs> right. And I'm guilty of that because one of, uh, one of, my, co or my, one of my teammates uh, has two kids with his husband. And, and uh, I said something jokingly after the game and that I wouldn't have said if I would have remembered there was a kid around. You know, right, so right. so th those things happen. And I got a little... Elbow to the rib, to the ribs, but uh, and but that made me think about that because I'm just not used to having players that have kids on my my team, <laughs> but I need to be more cognizant of right. that. Now, one of the things that uh, the uh, softball World Series will be doing is making donations. Your goal is yeah. to donate a hundred thousand dollars back to the community. That is that is our that is one of the goals. We want to we want to first put on a 
a, a world-class 45th um, anniversary celebration for Naga in this event. Um, Sapphire Jubilee. Sapphire Jubilee, yes. And uh, and then we want to, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're building money, you know, we're raising money through sponsorships and partnerships, individual donations. Um, to pay our portion, and then we're trying to get another hundred hundred thousand over that as well. Because and that'll be from events. Uh, that'll be from events. That'll be from sponsorship uh, money that we bring in as well. Um, surplus sponsorship money that over above our, 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 the needs of our of our expenses. Because you're doing one event at the Anatole. We are. We're doing our charity night. The, one of the great things about the Gay Softball World Series is they have a long history um, of doing a charity for the ho for the host city. All of the money that we raise are going just going to be staying local um, in LGBT uh, focused charities. So this started many years ago. Um, a lady by the name of, of Nancy Previch from. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, started uh, 25, 30 years ago, um, and they used to do a, a talent show during the in, during the World Series. Everybody would pay to come in. Uh, they would do the talent. They would do whatever. It's evolved into other types of events at this point. But um, and then they would they would identify a beneficiary and they would give a whole bunch of money back uh, to them. Everything that they brought in, they would give back to that beneficiary. Uh, so this is a tradition now that, it, that we're doing every single year. In 2014, uh, we were able to give about $60,000 back to the community um, from anyone from our softball league to the resource center um, to legacy. Uh, they were legacy counseling at the time, and now legacy cares. Uh, so we, and, and I think the AIDS Interfaith Network, and there were a, a few other beneficiaries as well. Prism. Uh, not well. That, that's this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this year's beneficiaries: um, Prism Health. Um, the Coalition for Aging LGBT, um, uh, Le uh, Legacy. Legacy again, Resource, Resource Center. Center again, Trans Kids and Families, and the Trans Kids and Families of Texas. And that one certainly is to make a statement. Yeah, you know, we we had we had chosen I think our five beneficiaries, um, you know, before uh, Governor's Governor Abbott's unfortunate uh, interpretation of of uh, of child abuse. Um, for gender-affirming care, and um, uh, when that actually happened, um, uh, we were outraged as a, as a local host committee, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of our people, a lot of our guests that were going to be coming here for the World Series were outraged. Like, why, you know, there was, there was, there was an outcry of, um, you know, why are we going to Texas with these sorts of dr draconian, you know, laws that they're, they're you know, Putting, yeah, that they're they're uh, they're going against our 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 community, um, and just will we be safe if we go there? Well, that's that's the question. Yeah, is this is a safe environment for us to go in? So we wanted to address that. Uh, we 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 got in front of that. Um, you know, where there is a very robust community here uh, of of not only allies but you know uh, of us ourselves who who live here and 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 work here and advocate here on a regular basis and um not everybody is 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 like you know our, our current governor and and wants to see the same things that our current governor uh wants to see uh politically we are not a political organization but we are an active member of our community and, and you we, can certainly make a statement yeah, and that was our idea. So we reached out immediately um, to some some trans advocacy uh, groups. Um, uh, uh, Le Leslie McMurtry from the uh, Resource Center and also writes for the Dallas Voice, of course, um, has been a great resource uh, and friend to us as well. Um, we got introduced um, 
to the Trans Kids and Families of Texas organization. I reached out to them, um, and they were, you know, hesitant at first, uh, and understandably so. They are not an organization that wants to be very visible right now, um, and very understandably so. So we wanted to be very protective and and um, uh, understanding of that. Um, but as we continued our conversations and said, we want to help. We, you know, we have people from coming from out of state that want to help, not only with their finances, but but maybe, maybe when uh, the the event is here, some some of our some of our trans members and players from other cities want to, if you're comfortable with this, you know, meet with you and your families and your kids, you know, and, and just be another advocate, another friend, another mentor, maybe. What other ways can we support you other than financially? But wait, but absolutely financially is important too. Um, as they as they uh, uh, they help fund you know for everything from advocacy to you know uh, medical needs of of trans kids for mm -hmm. gender affirming mm -hmm. care that sort of thing as well so we saw the need there we immediately said we want you to be a beneficiary they had they thought about it talked about it and said we're all in so um, we're very excited to be able to support mm -hmm. them in that way and then you know the, the other the other ways we'll support them as far as visibility goes there's going to be completely up to them and their comfort level with with how that goes you know um, my wife and I were watching a, a dateline you know true crime kind of thing um, yesterday and there was um, a, an ad came on in the middle of this and I we I hit record on it because it was so fascinating to me it was a mom talking about her trans son and said when I was got pregnant I, I just wanted a happy healthy whole child and that's what I got and just so supportive and showing activities of her son and their family together and it was sponsored and, and paid for I guess by GLAAD and I would love to see more more things like that I just have to I'm not mm -hmm. I, I'm interjecting on your time here but I just no. thought that was so powerful um, and it was a, it was like a full you know 45 second ad and it was mm -hmm. it was it was really well well done we're running out of time, but before we do, I want to mention your other beneficiary is the Wings Fund. Yeah, the Wings Fund. I forgot what that. Is, yeah, what is that? The, the Wings Fund is a 501c3 organization that kind of uh, w was birthed out of uh, some of the Hall of Famers in the PSSA organization. Um, it's a benevolency um, uh, fund for not only players, people who play softball, but maybe their spouses, maybe fans, people who have been some way touched, maybe umpires that have been touched by our league who are maybe going through a hard time financially, uh, who, who might not be able to make the bills because of sickness or injury. Uh, people have broken their legs sliding into home base, for example, and they don't have insurance to cover it, that sort of thing. So, so um, this, this Benevolence Fund um, has, a, has a board of directors, um, and people can, can write. I think, I think we gave out, oh, I might be wrong about this amount, but I want to say about $10,000 during, during the onset of COVID. Um, That's a lot of money. Yeah. So to individuals, you know, like a $500 a crack, it's not going to solve anybody's problems, but it's going to help them buy groceries, you know, that sort of thing. So we really want to get behind that, It's mm -hmm. especially since it's coming from our league. Yeah. Um, we have just a minute more. Uh, one of the things that... I'd encourage everybody to participate in Street Party. Street Party is going to be? Yeah, Saturday night, uh, September 3rd, uh, right on Cedar Springs. Um, 
it is going to be a blast. We're going to have some great entertainment out there. We're going to be giving away trophies and, and some recommend uh, some other uh, uh, some other sort of fun things on the, the stage. We're going to have some great maybe drag, maybe uh, some musical performances as well, and then followed up with a, a closing event at S4. We're going to be uh, hosting a, uh, a charity night uh, event, which is going to add to our charity give back uh, with the Dallas Bears. And your opening event is at Gillies. Uh, Gillies on Monday the 29th, yes. And we are just about out of time. Uh, Ryan, I want to thank you for being here. Yes, thanks so much, Ryan. Um, this has been a great hour. Um, just uh, remember, folks, um, this is the sixth anniversary mm. now of the Pulse Massacre. Mm. So think about those folks today and, um, and re remember them. Thank you for reminding us of that. For all of us here at Lambda Weekly, have a great week. <laughs>